Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast, where I, Caroline, bring you the best tips and strategies for achieving a clutter-free life. It's hard to believe that we're almost at episode 50, but we're just getting started on this journey to a more organised and simplified life. If you're a fan of professional organising and the KonMari method, then you're in for a treat today. I'm excited to introduce you to our guest, Ginny Rogers, a KonMari consultant who has been transforming chaos into order since 2003. But before we dive into our conversation with Ginny, I want to remind you about the amazing free resources available on caroline-thor.com forward slash explore. From the ultimate guide for frustrated parents, how to get your kids tidying up without them even realising it, to the 15-minute draw detox, there's something for everyone looking to take their organising skills to the next level. And don't forget to check out my in-depth KonMari Starter Guide, which is the perfect resource for anyone looking to declutter their home and their life. Now, back to our guest Ginny. She frequently travels and visits locations across the United States with her work, but with a focus on Wyoming and Utah. As a DIY organising teacher, she helps her clients figure out what to do with everything they don't want while still respecting the environment. In today's episode, we're going to discuss all things decluttering and explore what clutter really is. So grab your favourite beverage, get comfortable and join us for this enlightening conversation. And as always, don't forget to check out the show notes for more information and links to all the resources mentioned in this episode. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Hello, Ginny. Welcome to my podcast. Great to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's so cool to be able to have this chat with you. So you and I met online, which sounds really dodgy, but we met when we were training to be KonMari consultants back in 2021, 2020. It's been a long time ago, Caroline. It, yeah, two, at least yeah. two years. At least yeah, two at years. Least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And it's been fun because we've stayed in touch and it's been great seeing how your business has been growing and changing. And so I just thought it'd be great to have the opportunity to have a chat with you today. So perhaps you would like to tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, like we said, we met with Marie, So I am a Marie organizer. I kind of tweak a few things here and there on my business called Organizing and Beyond. I work with people to help contain their clutter at home. I started back in 2009 as a professional organizer, but didn't get that certification until at a later point. My clients that I work with, we work solely with journaling and creating awareness with how they live their life so they can shape the objects around them So they can maximize the time they have because I think that everybody feels like they don't have enough time. And if we can really work on that journaling part, then we can figure out what they need around them to make them successful. So that's kind of the, the, in a nutshell, what I do. And then of course, if somebody doesn't want to journal and if somebody doesn't want to do that hard work, I will still come in and get a room organized and their kitchen covers looking all beautiful. Fantastic. And you live in Wyoming, is that correct? Yeah, we live in Wyoming on the west side, south of Jackson Hole. A lot of people know where Jackson, or at least have heard of Jackson Hole. So we're down a couple hours south from Jackson Hole. Okay. And it's for- cold weather. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Does it get hot in summer? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Okay. Gorgeous. Well, then there's the payback. So that's always good. And I obviously can see you because we're recording this in Zoom. And people may be lucky enough that they get to see your little smiley face on Instagram when I post the video later. But you're sitting in what I can only describe as a roof space that looks like it's been ripped apart. Would you just like to explain where you're sitting so people can visualize and tell everyone why you're there? Oh, look, um, so Ginny's moving her camera around and you can just see all the way down through this building. It's just an absolute building site. So Ginny, share with us what's going on. We had bought an old home from the 1930s, and my husband and I have no experience at all with remodeling, but because we have that go-to attitude and try to be positive, we decided to take down a few walls just to help with the shaking and the breaking, and when we dug deep, we figured out we needed to go further. So my husband and I are teaching ourselves and I've been getting a little bit of training on the side with a local contractor and I go on his job site. My husband reads books and we come together and into the story, we're down to studs in our home and we're completely remodeling and making it the way that we want to make it. Okay. We're a year in now. We've been working on it for a year now. Wow, that is one major project. And the reason yeah. you're sitting up in the roof is because that's the only place where you've got access to internet. Am internet. I- yeah. And this will be our, where I'm sitting now is actually going to be where I get to do um, my reading in my master bedroom. So this is like, I have chairs picked out 
And this is where we're going to relax and read books away from children. So we'll have oh, like our little oasis. Upstairs. Fantastic. Yeah. I Looking at it as it is now, it's hard to visualize. So I'm glad you have a vision. That's very, very cool. <laughs> Nobody has a vision but me. And that's the hard part is trying to communicate that vision. Yeah. But so far it's worked out. And then like you see the light bulb go off in everybody's head like, I know what she's saying. Yeah. That makes complete sense why they're doing this. That's like the process. Fantastic. Okay. Well, with your job being an organizer and a Komari consultant, you're probably very, very good at helping people realize their vision. So you're in the right place there, sitting on your floorboards there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what I thought would be fun to talk about two things with you today. The first thing I want to talk to you about is as a professional organizer and Komari consultant, what you think clutter is. And I just thought it'd be interesting for us to have a chat because it's not something I've ever actually addressed in a podcast episode, what clutter actually is. So let's have a chat about it, Ginny. What do you think clutter is? You're very true that everybody has their own explanation of what clutter is. Um, I truly believe it's an object that doesn't have a home and it causes a breakdown in you trying to effectively be a human being, right? With your goals. Um, Clutter is anything that is not parked within its home. That's what I think it is. If something has a place to be, then that's the place it should exist. If it doesn't exist where it should be, then it becomes clutter and it becomes like this chain effect of, well, I can't find this object. Where did I put it? Or this is where it's supposed to be and it's not there. So clutter is just like this big ball of mess within your brain that you can't sort through. And I think as an organizer, we're trying to undo that big ball of mess in your head. Absolutely, because usually when we're working with clients, there will be a reason why Mm -hmm. the clutter has got to a point where they feel they need to call you in. Yeah, And I always find it really interesting. I don't know what your experience is working with people, but I can go to some people's homes and walk in and it actually looks tidier than mine, but their reaction is... It, it's too much. I can't cope with it because there's other stuff going on in their head. And for them, it's not organized enough because they need things to be really organized in order to cope with all the other things that are going on. So I think everyone has a different idea about how much clutter they can cope with. Mm-hmm. And I think your explanation about clutter being things that don't have a place to go back to is absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting how people will have a closet in their home and it'll be really a really functionally placed closet but when they open the closet it's not it's not used for the things they do within a space so if you have a closet in your tv room i think that closet should probably be movies games blankets snuggly pillows But you often find that people aren't using those closets for what that space is. And Mm. so that's really um, the part of the organizing that that thinking that we're gifted with. We can say this is your kitchen. So only your kitchen things should belong in the kitchen, not downstairs in the basement way far, far, far away. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And isn't the kitchen one place where so much clutter collects? Yeah. Because people will walk in there and put stuff down on the work surface that shouldn't even be there. I mean, there's always, isn't there a pile of post in everyone's kitchen on the side? (laughs) It's got junk drawers, but not one junk drawer, but three junk drawers, right? Absolutely. But it does make a huge difference to how you feel about a space when there are things in it that shouldn't be there. You're, You're entirely right. Yeah. And what about you mentioned clutter in your head? Because I think as well, there is a complete correlation between what's going on in people's heads and their home. And even if their home, as I say, looks better than mine does, because of what's going on on in their head, they may feel it's too their home is too cluttered because their head is is cluttered with all these things. So I think we're very overwhelmed these days with with just too much stuff going on. Yeah, I've noticed that even with my own children moving into a smaller home while we remodeled this home, I could not let them take everything they had in their rooms, box it up, and then put it in such a small space at our new place, and so. If you can understand that all that extra stuff is just too much noise, it's too much on your brain, you can't process through it all. Um, if you can allow yourself to have what fits in your space, your brain, like my children, they can process much better, they can rest better, they can complete their homework if they need to. It really, it's like this domino effect. Don't let those dominoes, those dominoes fall and continue spiral out of control. The less dominoes you have to knock over, the easier it is to manage your own life. And I've seen that with my children. Yeah. And I think it's so true because very often as parents, we'll say, oh, our kids' bedrooms, they just, I just close the door on it. And I always sort of feel, well, if you're feeling overwhelmed by your kid's bedroom, how do you think they're feeling with all this stuff? How are they going to keep it tidy with so much stuff in there? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And then it all starts to look like clutter because it hasn't got a place to go back to. Right. No home. Right. No home. Yeah. And this is what I love about the KonMari method. This idea that one, you're you're choosing what you want to keep, and then that everything within a category has one place of storage, so that everyone in the family knows where everything goes back to, which right. makes it very easy to pick things up and put put them away again. Yeah. And, you know, another good add on to that thought is if you have that one space for that topic, let's talk about like bathroom items. If you have one space that you have to use with your family, use a bin and throw all your Band-Aid things in there. You know, when your children get an owie or your husband gets an owie, they know exactly where to go to with that bin. That doesn't mean that bin has to be meticulously manage you just know you have created that visual line and that visual barrier and that's why bins sometimes are so important um not unnecessary but with that communication with those that leave around you like your children and your and your spouse having that that clear line of where those band-aids go that's a big helpful tip um i think for a lot of families that i've worked for I love that. Okay, so we've talked about clutter. We've identified that we think clutter is stuff that's 
around the home that doesn't have a definite place to go back to. So when you and I work with clients using the KonMari method, they are making decisions about what they want to keep. That's the important thing. And the things they choose not to keep are the things they're going to let go with gratitude. And this is where I really start to love the KonMari method because I really feel that we're we're giving back when we donate things. So do you want to give me some examples of perhaps how, how you see that working in your business? I always give my client a choice of where to put items. So if they want things to just go away and they don't want to think about it, I will pile it into my car and it'll go far, far away. Whereas other people, they have very specific ideas where they want their items to go, whether it's to a church organization or if they just feel like they need to get money out of an item, which that's another topic. And we need to bring that up again, where they feel like they need to get money out of an item. They feel like they have a right to that money of selling that product. It's a hard road to travel on, right? Deciding on what to do with things. So with my clients, I just help facilitate the ideas and I help facilitate making sure they follow through. Because saying you're going to organize and then having it sit in the back of your car, like everybody talks about in their memes, um, is is a complete different thing. Having Getting those items somewhere probably won't happen for another year. It just sits there for years and days yeah. and days. So I make sure with my clients, I make sure they're following through with what they really want. Which when you're busy, that's the last thing on your mind is a group of like a pile of stuff that you don't want anymore. You know, mm. you want to do things that are important, like work and take care of your children. You don't want to worry about what to do with your stuff, you know, that you don't want anymore. Yeah. And, th- and the great thing is that by, by donating, they're giving mm-hmm. back to their local community, yes. which is just such a great feeling. So someone else is going to gain some joy from their things as well, which is, is great. And I know you've been using your business to give back to the community as well. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So I, when I leave with my trailer full of stuff um, from the property, I always try to encourage them to allow me to give it to a local organization. It's the Rotary Club of Kemmer, Wyoming. And I take those items into my home. I open them up for a weekend. I allow people to walk inside my home and I sell them. Now, there's been a few people where people were kind of short on their luck and they didn't really have the funding and I don't ask questions. I don't make judgments, nothing. And I let them just come through the pick through, pick through the children's clothing or the children's toys. And they walk out of my house without paying anything. But when people do decide to pay me, then I am giving to some local organization, which now they are making a splash pad um, in a community. And so my recent big projects was we were able to give $5,000 to that group building that splash pad. And that was from everything that people didn't want or those three hour sessions I was charging for. So a hundred percent of that money from that project equaled the $5,000 and I could give them a $5,000 check, 
which made everybody so joyful. And wow, I allowed this woman to come into my home. At least, you know, it wasn't for nothing. I have an organized pantry and all that money went back into the splash pad. So that's, that's the part of organizing that can make us as organized feel really fulfilled as well as it can make you as a client fulfilled, knowing that you're doing good and you're not just throwing those unwanted items in the trash. I think that's absolutely fantastic. So just to clarify, you were offering three hours of your service. Of whatever they wanted. Of whatever Um, they wanted. They would pay you for that, but 100% of that went to the charity for creating this splash pad for the local community. I have to ask, what is a splash pad? So I don't know if you've ever gone to a park and they have water like shooting through the Mm -hmm. ground. Yeah. So it's a water feature without having the cost of having a swimming pool. So you as a parent can take your kiddos on a hot day to this really soft pad that has the ability to shoot up water. And so kids that are older or kids that are younger can go play on this black pad and the water just shoots up and down. That's so fun. Yeah, very fun on hot days, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so you were you were able to give to your community and the community were able to also give by hiring your services, even though you weren't going to get any of the money yourself for that. So that's absolutely fantastic. And I think it's the whole organizing profession. It just creates so much joy for people. And someone actually said to me uh, a couple of days ago, they find the word, using this word joy is very cliched, but I I still really like it because I think it sums up exactly what we are doing when we're working with people. We're creating joy in their lives and it's wonderful to be able to give back. And that's why I've been following your business so closely because it's been great to see how you have been benefiting people by the work that you're doing Um, And I found that really inspiring. And I was talking to Patty Morrissey in another episode and she works very much along those lines as well. And of course, she she trained us when we became KonMari consultants. And that had inspired me, too, which is why a percentage of my earnings from my business I'm giving to the charity afloat in Germany. Um, And it's just such a great way to give back. But I also feel we're giving back to the environment as well. Right. Right. You don't, it doesn't go in the landfill. It gets a one use object for you can now be used by somebody else. Mm. Um, I'm a big advocate for recycling. And that doesn't mean taking your glass bottles um, to the recycling center. Um, That means, you know, the clothes that your children no longer wear can be used for somebody else. And as well as dishes, you know, there's a lot of women who are down on their luck. I was able to give them a full set of dishes. And that's just one less thing they had to worry about as they were going through troubling times in their life. Um, And if you approach organizing in that way, in that you're giving yourself the joy of a tidy room, you're also giving somebody else the joy of not having to think about how I'm going to buy a plate when you can't afford a plate. So it, it all just comes back around. And I also think as well, from the environmental point of view, Once you've been through the process of organizing your space, and I think especially with you, with your journaling that you do with your clients as well, it 
creates new shopping habits going forward. It informs your shopping habits. It means that you're not going to be buying things that you don't really need. You're going to be saving money. You're going to be not purchasing things that are going to create clutter in your home. It, It just goes full circle, really, which is wonderful. Right, right. Which is why that journaling is so important. Um, that I teach too. I totally 100% agree. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be very excited to watch your business going forward. I'm going to be very excited to watch what happens with your home. I can't wait to see the finished product. Perhaps when you're where you're sitting now is actually completed in your bedroom, you'll have to come back on the podcast again yes. and we can show everyone how it's turned out. That would be exciting. Yes, the lesson you should take away from my chaos is um, old people can learn new things. You're <laughs> not that old, Jenny. You know, and you, that's okay if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Definitely. I think, well, I think we've all been on a massive learning curve, just becoming yeah. professional organizers and with the KonMari method anyway. And your learning curve is your building project. My learning curve has been my technology projects with my online courses and things, um, which I found very challenging. <laughs> Caroline, have you always been an organizer? From, from No, I used to be, no, I used to be a teacher. Oh, yeah. That is a common theme. I've heard that more than once. Yeah. I was a classroom music teacher. And during my kids' early years, I applied the KonMari method in our home and it just completely changed my life. As people that listen to this podcast are probably sick of hearing. And then during COVID, my classes that I taught to little kids couldn't happen. And it got me thinking about a career change and the, the stars aligned and I saw the advert for the KonMari consultant course and the rest is history, Ginny. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been a good journey and um, I'm looking forward to where our, our paths lead us in the future. I think it's going to be fun. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. It's been great. I look forward to speaking to you next time when your home is complete. Yes, me too. Thanks for having chosen to listen to this episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. I hope you found my conversation with Ginny insightful and inspiring. I found it so fun. To find out more about Ginny, go to organisingandbeyond.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your own decluttering journey, be sure to visit caroline-thor.com forward slash explore for all my free resources and the in-depth KonMari starter guide. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve the show and reach more people who are looking to live a clutter-free life. Finally, don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organizer. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.